The last series of suicide attacks that occurred in Sri Lanka were by six Sea Tiger suicide boats across the Nandikandal Lagoon on 17th May 2009. Two days later, Sri Lanka Army's 53 Infantry Division killed in the last single operation of the war, LTTE's dreaded and thought to be invincible leader Prabhakaran. With his end, Sri Lanka went delirious, celebrating on the streets, singing, dancing and feasting on traditional milk rice, the termination of three decades of terrorism. In his book, Road to Nandikandal, True Story of Defeating Tamil Tigers, Major General Kamal Gunarantne, Commander, 53 Infantry Division writes, It is now the duty of our leaders, countrymen and future generations to protect this freedom and it will not be taken for granted and squandered away. Last Sunday, this is precisely what appears to have happened. Through the government's own admission of an intelligence failure, at least seven to eight suicide bombers struck in Colombo, Negombo and Batikalao, targeting churches and luxury hotels, killing nearly 300 and wounding another 500 persons. This is perhaps the most sophisticated and well-coordinated precision terrorist attack by well-trained and motivated probably local Muslims with elaborate support from an international organization like the Islamic State. It could be rated as only next to 9-11 in scale, success and casualties. So far, no group has claimed responsibility for the heinous attacks. The Sri Lankan government has pointed a finger at the recently formed Sri Lanka Tahit Jamaat, which has been linked to vandalization of Buddhist statues. Some incidents of communal violence of majority Sinhalese Buddhists attacking minority Muslim shops and mosques were reported. The government has clamped an emergency. Sri Lanka has not witnessed a single terrorist attack since the eradication of the LTTE a decade ago. It has celebrated and showcased the conquest of Tamil Tigers by setting a new paradigm in the use of kinetic force for defeating terrorism. Not just the complete annihilation of Tamil Tigers as an organized military force, but also the decapitation of its entire leadership and capacity to wage residual guerrilla war. The Khalistani terrorism in Punjab and Tamil Tiger terrorism in Sri Lanka were two unique instances in 21st century of a state prevailing over terrorists. Overplaying military triumphalism as hypernationalism, delaying reconciliation and transitional justice with Tamils in the North and East as pledged at UNHRC Geneva and picking new fights with minority Muslims by Buddhist extremists like Bodhu Bala Sena, who were encouraged by the old Rajapaksa regime for political gain, have all created new internal security threats. Compounding the insecurity of minorities is the totally dysfunctional cohabitation of what was once a national unity government of two national parties, SLFP and UNP, led by President Siri Sena and Prime Minister Vikrama Singhe. Last year, the unity government was rent apart in a constitutional crisis when Siri Sena dismissed Vikrama Singhe and appointed the man he defeated in the presidential election. 
Mahinda Rajapaksa as Prime Minister. While the Supreme Court restored Vikramasinghe as Prime Minister, the divide between the two leaders is palpable. A key reason for the avoidable serial suicide bombings is the chasm between the President and Prime Minister, which led to intelligence failure. Siri Sena has kept the Defence Minister, Intelligence and Law and Order under his charge and kept Vikramasinghe out of the loop. The senior most military officer, Chief of Defence Staff, under the CDS Act of Parliament 2009, reports to the President through the Secretary Defence, which is an administrative appointment. In the past, CDS used to brief the PM also, which evidently stopped after the constitutional row. The intelligence failure relates to a report on 11th April based on an international intelligence tip of 4th April by Sri Lanka's DIG police that a Muslim organization was planning to carry out terrorist attacks using suicide bombers was not shared with the PMO. At a media briefing on Monday, the government blamed the president for not sharing the intelligence report and not appointing a caretaker in his absence. The second public round of feuding between the President and Prime Minister may have begun when the two should be seen to be acting in unison in this grave crisis. The guard was also let down. Ten years of not a single act of terrorism had induced complacency in what Gururantne has called not taking the freedom as granted. As someone who travels frequently to Sri Lanka, visits Colombo at least twice a year, and a former commander of the IPKF, one has detected laxity in security norms in hotels and public places. All this when Colombo and its airport were in complete lockdown till 2009. After the war was won, the heart of Colombo golf face green was freed and decked with a victory flag, a flutter curtsy, the winds of the Indian Ocean. The aggrieved minorities in Sri Lanka are the Tamils in the north and east and the Muslims mainly in the south, including Colombo. The Muslims were at the receiving end at the hands. The Muslims were at the receiving end at the hands of the Tamil Tigers in the east, having been expelled from the north. During IPKF time, the relatively prosperous Muslim groups had begun to raise clandestinely armed militias. But the birth of radicalized Muslims is a brand new post-2019 phenomenon. The immediate triggers for the suicide attacks most likely are the unbrittled BBS attacks in 2013 and 2018 against Muslim religions, against Muslim religious and economic interests. In one of my conversations with one senior serving military officer in 2017, I asked what he considered the main security threat to the country. He said, we have no external threat. Our main concern is internal security. He named IS as the chief worry, adding, we identified 33 Sri Lankans who joined IS, one of who was killed. But in next door Maldives are at least 300 hardcore IS and there are 30,000 Maldivians living in Sri Lanka. Visa-free movement is permitted between both countries, so it would seem that BBS depredations could have instigated the local radical groups belonging to SLTJ to avenge their alleged state-politically-supported attacks.
the spectacular Sunday suicide attack where the IS signature of causing the maximum casualties targeting foreigners in crowded places like hotels and churches. The consequences of these suicide attacks could be dire. Political instability, communal polarization, setback for the economy and Tamil reconciliation process and political gains for nationalist forces facilitating the return of the Rajapaksas. Sadly, Sri Lanka earning the distinction of the only country eliminating terrorism root and branch has been short-lived.